back to the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler, and we are ready to talk some Husker football hypotheticals with you. Of course, uh, the big news yesterday uh, kind of really took off after the midday, so I didn't really get to talk about it too much. But um, Dan Patrick reporting that what I mean, I don't exactly why is, know why, how why? exactly put it, but uh, that there might be some interest between Nebraska or Arizona State and Urban Meyer. Dan Patrick, what are you doing? Yeah, that's unnecessary. Stirring it up. You don't need Stir it up. you don't need any more any 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 pot stirring, any more views to your show. Like you get enough views on your show and enough enough listeners and enough, you know, people new people coming in to listen and watch without, you know, causing drama. His source throwing urban source. Mind. his sources are dumb. You don't think his source is real? He has a million sources. I don't know. His sources are probably real, but at the same time, his sources were telling him that the Big Ten was was gonna, you know, play spring football, and that didn't end up happening. That's and then true. his sources were saying, "Oh, as as soon as next week, the the football is gonna come back." And it took like a month. So I no no. He has good sources for some things, but even even if this is real, like it's unnecessary. You don't have to. You don't have to. You, well, you no. got to be the first one to do you it. You don't always have to be the first. I know how <laughs> this new whole news cycle works, and everybody wants to be first, but it's unnecessary. Just saying, well, like Nebraska and Arizona State currently have head coaches. That's unnecessary. They're on the hottest of seats. But yes. that, unnecessary. They currently have head coaches. There is nobody. They, they, the, the openings are not there currently. Not yet. So just saying this is is unnecessary. And and you know what? Frankly, irresponsible <laughs> by Mr. <laughs> oh, Dan Patrick. My goodness. There's a, a lesson in journalism from Rico to Dan Figure Patrick. Figure it out, Dan Patrick School of Journalism. <laughs> what are you doing? That's right. You can, go to, you can go to his own school of journalism, right? I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, well, in any case, it, it, it very much caused a ruckus on Twitter, uh, on, on message boards, on everything for the Husker fan base. Basically, pro- I mean, you know, I don't know how you would even break it up. A quarter of the people say what you're saying, which is that Scott Frost still has his job. This is disrespectful. Uh, another group of people saying, um, I can't do math, so I don't want to break this up. I only have <laughs> yeah, three, so groups, I guess it's a third. So. And another group of people saying, well, I would stop watching Husker football. I wouldn't buy stuff if Urban Meyer becomes the coach. And then another group of people saying, are you guys out of your mind? This is a three-time national champion. He's guaranteed to bring you back. And then another group of people that say, well, I think his, you know, his, his building uh, program days are past him. And then you get in the argument about how much of how much of someone that does, if this does happen eventually, uh, would, would have to be to taking on uh, to build this program back. So uh, honestly, I, and I'd like somebody already points this out, uh, is that this we have we, you still have your coach and we already have the sweater vest right we, when when uh, Bo Pelini was let go the sweater vest Jim Trussell yep. was the name and yep. everybody was excited and thought this was going to be this is what's going to take Nebraska football back and we all got our hopes up and then Mike Riley got hired and we were all massively disappointed just broken and so no matter basically what happens here here on out a portion of the fan base will be very sad if if Urban Meyer is not the next Nebraska football coach if that needs to happen. <laughs> All right. So, multiple things for me to tackle here. First off, anybody that says that you would not support Nebraska football if Urban Meyer was the head coach, it'll take two games and you'll be back. Yeah. Um, 
anybody who and says I don't, I don't know how many of those people are in the, in the crowd that also says I don't care about the cells I don't care about this just win baby yeah. well, that's Urban well, Meyer that's, that's just that, winning. that's Urban yeah uh, his his program building days are behind him uh, not sure about that one don't think that's true I think he's still a fantastic coach and will be able to build a program I just think the NFL and the controversy that surrounded him there just was not the right fit for him. I don't think he's an NFL coach not I never close. thought he was an NFL no. coach um so there is that um what else was there oh again dan patrick what are you doing why are you saying this uh somebody points out and i, I dp sent me a, a a clip urban meyer was backing scott frost's onside kick decision on one of his podcasts um or a podcast that he was on yeah. uh today earlier today or, or late yesterday so you know urban well, meyer, said the defense needs yeah, to step your up. defense needs to bail you out when 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 something like that happens but you know at the same time Something like that happens yeah. when your coach makes a bad coaching decision. Well, he he said something. He said out. something along the lines of, "If it gives you a chance to win, like even if uh, it gives you a small chance to win, like you should, you should probably, if you do it, like it's not a bad decision or something along those lines." I was listening, but I wasn't listening that closely, unfortunately. <laughs> I'll listen to it again in the break, but. Like <laughs> he's Scott Frost is your head coach. You don't you don't need to start throwing Urban Meyer is going to be the next head coach when you haven't when you have yet to let go of your coach. If you let go of your coach, who's to say that they don't turn it around? Would would the would the Urban Meyer people be upset if Nebraska started winning? Like is that the point that we're to right now? Are people are people wishing for the downfall of the, of this Nebraska program and Scott Frost just so that they can get Urban Meyer in the building? Because if that's what it is, then that's sad. If that's if that's truly what you're if you're if you are an Urban Meyer to Nebraska person and you are wishing for the downfall of Nebraska football just so you can get Urban Meyer in the door, that is sad. And I don't believe that well, listen, I don't believe that that should be happening. I've been saying this for years, and so I'm not going to change my tune now. Even though the Jacksonville <laughs> thing really does, <laughs> it really doesn't help my argument all the, along. But like Urban Meyer, I don't know if you guys realize this. He's a top ten coach of all time, and if he wins another championship. And I don't want to say this, but you guys are going to get mad. Don't. That's four championships. Don't. That might be top five all time, which might move somebody out of that conversation. I'm not going to say who. I'm just saying Urban Meyer, um, and, and, and he's done it over and over again. So, like, if 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 you hired Urban Meyer, he's immediately the best coach in the Big Ten. If you, Is he? I, it, oh, yeah. He's like, like he's well, like the best be, coach. Okay, he's the best, like, the he best seriously coach. is a top ten coach thought, of all yeah. time. Oh, yeah, he is. He owns yeah. Jim Harbaugh. So that you don't have to true. worry about that. He created Ryan Day. He created Ryan Day. Um, he would be the best coach in the Big he Ten. W- he but would that, be a top three coach. But that I mean, would he not, might be the second best coach besides Saban in college football. But that would not immediately launch Nebraska to the top of the Big Ten. It wouldn't, but keep in mind he took over a 6-6 six and six program at Ohio State. I know it was not a not program, a season at Ohio yeah. State. Overall, they were better. And they were 12-0 uh, and 0 the next year. Okay, but... That sounds like Scott Frost, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, Scott Frost took over 0-12, oh, went 6-7, and seven, oh, yeah, then yeah, went, yeah, then yeah, went yeah. whatever and 0. But, but, that is Ohio State. That is an Ohio State yeah. team that went 6-6 six and six with entire starting lineups on the offense and defense filled with five stars. I'm not saying that Nebraska doesn't have talent. I'm saying Nebraska doesn't have Ohio State-level talent. Even when at a 6-6, six and six, right. everybody knew that should not happen ever. At Ohio State, and that was Luke Fickle, by the way. That was who is now, surprising. you know, pretty good, doing Cincinnati. pretty well for himself. So, I understand he created. You know, he he went from wherever he started to Utah. 
you know, built a good, great program there. Handed it off to Bowling Cal. Green before that. Yeah, Don't Bowling Green. Yeah, Bowling sorry, Green. I forgot Bowling Green. My yeah. bad. Uh, went to Utah, built up a great program. Handed that, handed the keys off to Kyle Whittingham, who has continued a fantastic program. Went to Florida. We all know how that went. Uh, and then took a break. And then yeah. Ohio State, which again, Ohio State was a machine before he was there, and he turned into just even an even bigger machine. Uh, and then you know another break, and then Jacksonville kind of debacle, and now he's on his other break. So, I mean. Maybe he gets back into coaching. He said he wasn't going to get back into coaching, but he said that multiple other times. Yeah, so coaches say those sort of things. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But him coming to Nebraska would be a phenomenal get. But Nebraska currently has a head coach, so we're not talking. <laughs> we're not talking to Urban Meyer. We're not talking to Urban Meyer to Nebraska. Well, but I mean, you guys, you do see. I'm not, I'm not far from the writings on the wall. There's a lot of time left in the season. But you guys, you have to be realistic too. If, I mean, we we're not inside the locker room. We don't have to like we don't have to like focus all our attention like a lot of people want to on North Dakota. And, and certainly, certainly, like there, there's a portion of that, right? But at the same time, you guys, you have to just accept that Scott Frost is on the hottest seat possible. He okay? is. Okay, so there is a very realistic opportunity, unless things completely turn around from four years in one game. I just, I mean... Unless that happens... It could. There's a very realistic possibility that there might be a coaching search of Pranis. Crazier things have happened. Not not historically. UTSA went undefeated <laughs> last year. <laughs> like, that's what I mean when I say this. Like, historically... There's not. There's never been anything like Scott Frost starting the way he has and turning it around to a, a winning program. Look, history is made every day. That's right. That's why. That's why you can't predict college football. You never know what'll happen. It could happen. It could not happen. But until it does not happen, Scott Frost is a head coach. And if you want to talk about Urban being the head coach, I mean, you could talk about your possibilities. But for now, I'm sticking. I'm, I'm sticking with who who you have right now. Well, and the other thing too is that Urban Meyer is. I mean. If this does, if Urban Meyer is seriously interested in coming back to coaching, whether or not the the the, the jobs open at Nebraska, uh, I believe that he'd have maybe better fits as far as opportunities as well. So I just I don't know if Nebraska is going to be the top job open in the market this. What do you mean better fits? He's been in he's been in the Midwest twice. He's been he's won U- the Big Ten. He's been in Utah. Yeah, he's only been in Florida twice, and one of those was a complete disaster. I guess what I'm saying is there's he could go somewhere where it'd be you know and he's not gonna have trouble recruiting regardless but where it would be easier for him he's getting older that's where you get to the conversation about how far Nebraska is away um, regardless of of whether Frost comes back next year or whoever the coach is mm-hmm. um, is it you know it's not as it's not as shiny of a job as it used to be when we when we talk about um, maybe Dave Aranda is, is an interesting example is uh, that. At a time in the late 90s, early 2000s, if you would have compared the Nebraska-Baylor job, you would have been laughed out of the room if you would have said anything about Baylor even having a chance. Now, the only thing that Nebraska has the advantage of Baylor is is the Big Ten money. That's why that's your only chance of getting Dave Aranda. It's not... It's not because Nebraska's Nebraska like Baylor's. I still much think it more fertile recruiting ground. They've it is, but been I winning still think more the matters. last twenty years. They've already got the program up and running. I still think the the. I mean, you know, however much I, whatever. I don't even know where I'm going with this thought, but I still think the history of Nebraska matters, even if it was way back in the '90s, even if it was twenty plus years ago. Like it, it still matters, and it's still something that that you know. 
Nebraska still has, you know, that shine to it that Baylor does not have. And and like you said, it has the Big Ten money. It has the Nebraska money. It has the, the, the rabid fan base, whether good or bad. It's been a lot of bad lately. Um, and I'm not taking shots at the fans, so don't even try that. I know what you guys are going to try and do. I'm not doing that. It's just been, you know, you guys have seen it too. It's been a lot of bad on the on the on the internet lately. You're talking about the fans. What what do you expect them to sit through this and just? Well, clap? no, no, I'm not expecting that. <laughs> I'm just expecting, you know, you can criticize. We AD talked about it earlier. You can criticize, and criticism, constructive criticism, is great. But at the same time, like there's been a lot of bad. I mean, it's everywhere, I and I know everybody's going to say that. It's yeah. everywhere. Every fan base has it. I'm not talking about every fan base. I'm talking about the, the Twitter sphere lately and all of the arguing and bickering back and forth between all, everybody and, and, and the negative comments directed towards <laughs> towards players and players' parents. Well, any of that is absolutely, uh, obviously, you know, very small part of I know, there, and, and the fan base. people in every fan base. I know, I know, but I'm talking about Nebraska right now. But and the, and the, but the fan base is the major draw for Nebraska play right. for, for players to come to Nebraska. And for but the idea that this fan base is anything other than absolutely incredible and one of the best They're in fantastic. the nation is absolutely silly. Is there a split? Is there a division now? A massive Yeah, because one. your native son is 15 and 30, so it, it, it like, naturally, there's going to be arguments. There's going to be disagreements. That does not take away from this being the sea of red being one of the best fan bases i i've seen that too on twitter where it's like i'm ashamed of this fan base don't be ashamed of this fan base there's i'm not ashamed of the fan base i'm ashamed of the people within the fan base who are who are a very large not large very loud a minor- vocal minority vocal yeah. loud minority that that have been taking shots at at players and and players parents for some strange reason who are just coming to the defense of their children well, anybody uh, doing that's a joke. Uh, they're they're it's it's, it. it's terrible. But the yeah. the 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 fan base, the money, the history that Nebraska has still holds some type of merit in bringing in any coach, regardless of what's gone on the past however many years you want to go back. You know what will really make the uh, the Nebraska job a little bit more um, appealing, I suppose, is that there's no longer this feeling of a nine win birthright. It's in Nebraska's fan base, it's like okay, we can stumble, we can, get, you know, we can fall, and it's no fault of Nebraska's fan base for thinking that wasn't the case for the better part of sixty years or whatever it was. Yeah. You won nine games or more, but um, you know, uh, certainly we've been see- we've as we've seen in the past, you know, five or six years. <laughs> Trying to find a nice way to say it, um, you know that that's it, it's far from the truth. So I, but I don't, I still don't think that there would be a huge. Uh, rebuild at Nebraska. Regardless, no. next, I mean, this is a young roster. There'd probably be a lot of movement on any roster with coaching guys, you know, coaching decisions these days with the transfer portal and stuff. So mm-hmm. you've got a little bit of that. But then on the other end of that is, if you do a good job in the transfer portal, you can build quicker. So um, it's it's just I I think it's interesting to kind of evaluate where Nebraska's job is if it does come open. Um, but uh, there's again a certain part of the fan base that just hold on, Scott Frost, the coach, are being disrespectful. I'm not being disrespectful i'm being realistic that might be something that you might have to focus it, yeah, on it could be it could be you know what i was just trying to get to it is nebraska is a better job than baylor i don't care what you say i think because of the big 10 money nebraska is a better job still than makes baylor. it a better job other than that i'm not sure it's easier to recruit to nebraska you've seen baylor's academic standards 
Baylor, by the way, would be a really bad place for Urban Meyer to go. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, only way he goes might to be Texas, a fit, but, uh, and, and people keep saying, "Oh, Urban Meyer to Texas." The only reason, or the only way, he goes to Texas and they fire Sarkeesian is if Urban Meyer straight up comes out and says, "I want to coach at Texas." Right, but that's, that's my point. Because if you're Texas and you fire Sarkeesian with the thought that you're going to get Urban Meyer, and, and then he goes it. somewhere else, or just decides, "Eh, I don't want to coach still for another year," good luck. <laughs> but my, I mean, I, the the amount of respect I have for Urban Meyer as a coach, granted, knowing all the all the the the, the bad parts that come along with it, right? He's not going to stay long. He's mm-hmm. not. You're going to leave your program in the le- in the best standard, whatever it is. There's about maybe three or four coaches that I wouldn't I wouldn't fire to bring in Urban Meyer. If you knew Urban Meyer was a lock, I mean, yeah. there's Nick Nick Saban, there's Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart. I suppose he's on his way up. I don't know if there's a whole lot of other names that I wouldn't fire somebody for, for Urban Meyer. So it's it's really nothing against Scott Frost, you guys. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will uh, look at tonight's matchups, Purdue and Penn State, and Jerry Kill taking on P.J. Fleck. They don't like each other, so that'll be fun. We'll talk about that coming up next year, as well as the Backyard Brawl coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cool on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 